Hey, how's going? This is Jing. I'm a flying instructor, charter pilot, and skydiving jump pilot in Australia. Welcome to another episode of this podcast. In this episode, I will continue my story about the Melbourne trip. If you haven't watched part one of the story, the link is up here or in the description down below. Anyways, that was the third time for me to attempt this big solo flight. Finally, the weather was perfect. Like what people say, third time is the charm. The way from Bankstown Airport in Sydney to Moorabbin Airport in Melbourne was mostly coastal flight. If you're a worker listener, you may remember I shared the story of me landed at a military airport because of poor weather. This time, I was able to get past that area. During the weekend, the airport and the airspace are deactivated most of the time, so I didn't need to request clearance to operate there. First, to know if the area is restricted or not, you can find those purple hairy lines surrounding a particular area. There will be an area code for it and also the limit for lower and upper level. Here is a restricted area. The area code is Romeo 421 Alpha. The lower limit is the surface and the upper limit is flight level 125. If this restricted area is active, you cannot enter this area between the ground level and flight level 125. Second, to know if the area is active or not, you can check on NAPS, N-A-I-P-S, Internet Surface. Go to the restricted area briefing and type in the area code. Let's say Romeo 421 Alpha. It will tell you the activity of that area, the status, start and end time, and other information. Some restricted area allow aircraft to transit through with flight plan and clearance from the air traffic controller. That is indicated by RA1 status. For RA2 and RA3 status, you must not flight plan through that area. Like the area here, Romeo 452 is RA2 status area. If it's active, you can't flight plan through it. Anyways, I flew over the area without any issue. It was much more enjoyable with nice weather compared to my first experience. Then I kept going down south and stopped by Maria Airport to refuel the aircraft. This airport is one of the most beautiful airports in Australia. After the refueling, quick lunch and toilet break, one thing about small aircraft, there's no toilet. Anyways, I kept going down south and I reached the East Cell area. It's another restricted area with a military airport. I flight plan through the VFR transit lane here. It's about one nautical mile either side of a train line. Everyone should keep right of the train line and monitor the radio frequency 126.7. Before entering, I will need to broadcast over the radio frequency at Lindelau South. I'm going to butcher the names here. To see if there's any opposite traffic, then I can manage the vertical separation with the other traffic if need be. After a transit link, I broadcast at Kara to let everyone know that I left. Then I kept going to Maraban Airport. Whew, Maraban Airport? What a confusing airport. There's way too many one-ways and some taxiways are so wide that it looks like a one-way as well. It's so intimidating to fly to Maraban Airport the first time. 
Good time, I guess. The arrival was actually okay, not too complicated. But the difficult part was to identify which runway I was assigned for landing. Luckily, I was told to follow a Cessna 152 for landing. As you may or may not know, Cessna 152 is way slower than a Diamond Day 40. I did know that fact. However, I didn't have enough experience in flying the aircraft slowly and safely to match the Cessna 152 speed and keep my distance. I ended up doing a go around on final because the 152 was still on the one way and haven't exited the one way yet for my landing. At one point, I was thinking of requesting the change of one way for the landing because it was quite common to do that in Benstown Airport. In Benstown Airport, there are three parallel one ways. One is for circuit training. One is for arrival and departure. The middle one is also for arrival and departure on request by the pilot or ATC or IFR procedure. So if I'm on final and I know the fact that I don't have enough time to wait for the preceding aircraft to slow down and exit the one way, I could request to change the one way and land on the one way center. However, in the case of Moorabbin Airport, there were actually two parallel one ways and a big fat taxiway in the middle that I thought it was a one way. I did realize that that was a taxiway after a moment because I couldn't find any one-way markings. I didn't make the request to embarrass myself. I just made a go around on final and came back to land. No drama. That is my experience of flying from Benstown Airport all the way to Marabon Airport. I'll finish the episode here. Stay tuned for part three of the Melbourne trip. Thank you for watching. I will see you next time.